Welcome to Culture Bites, where we take culture theory and turn it into everyday insights. We're powered by Human Synergistics, and our mission is to change the world one organization at a time. We can only do that together with our amazing community, so thank you for listening. Welcome to Culture Bites. My name's Dominic Gawley. I'm a consultant with Human Synergistics Australia, and I'm joined on the podcast this week by fellow consultant Fiona Hogarth. Hey, Fee. Hey, Dom. How are you? I'm really well. Hey, Fee, I brought you on the show this week because we were discussing a question that you got actually the other day in a workshop, which was particularly around analysis debriefs. You know, often we, we, we debrief the data, we chat through it with people, we come up with some action plan, but something we recommend people do is hand over the ongoing coaching conversations with someone's manager and bringing them into it. And what I thought might be interesting is just to step through What's that session all about? How do you go about it? You know, what are some tips for people who are thinking about doing it? How does that sound? Sounds great. Came out of a LSI and accreditation, actually, I think was where it was. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's something I know we do a lot of as part of our process. And so it uh, could be a useful tip for practitioners to include in this. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, I was kind of seeing it up there, Fee, but in our sort of standard approach that we take people through an accreditation and that we really train them a lot on in that first session is to really just debrief the data, explore it together, what's in the report, ask lots of questions, you know, get those insights. We often let it sit for a couple of weeks, let it sort of marinate before then talking about actions. So what are the one, two, three things we want to do? But my fear is always I don't want it to walk out the door with me at the end of that second catch-up. And so how do we build it onto the ongoing conversations people should be having with their leader anyway? And so what's your what's your kind of thought? What's your setup for mm. doing that handover? Yeah, so I generally, when we're doing that, when I do right at the beginning actually, before I even go in that initial debrief in the rapport building Piece. When we're introducing, I talk a little bit about process there. Mm. Now, whether participants remember because they mm. may be full of anxiety and excitement or whatever in preparation mm. for their results, but I do talk about it in that context. But also, I also at the end of that second session, spend a bit of time framing it up for them that, hey, in the mm. next session, we're going to catch up with your manager, supervisor, whatever, to go through your results. And I might even warm them up. Have you had a chance to speak to them about that? And based on the fact, you know, and as you reflect on, they've got breakout data, you know, are there any things that, you know, I remember we spoke about, Dom, that you were quite surprised by that data from your manager because it was a different to have you've experienced them. And so, you know, in our session today, we just spoke about, have you had a chance to chat to them about that? And the participant might say no. And we'll go, okay, well, here's an opportunity, so this is part of the warming up for it, to do that in a way. So I use... Frame it up from the get-go, but I also use the sort of end of that action planning session to warm them up a little bit to the potential for that conversation. Yeah, it, it's smart to do, yeah. And the first session, it's always good to outline what's the entire sort of program. Mm. So, hey, you know, in the third catch-up, we're going to bring your manager in. Something I like to stress with people, though, is your LSI is confidential to you. Mm. Um, mm. So I'm not going to require that you put it out on the table and and show them. But I do ask you to share what are your insights, actions, and what support do you need from your manager going forward? 
Now, you don't have to show your LSI to do that. In my experience, the vast majority do show their mm. LSI, but it depends a little bit on the relationship with their manager. Mm. You know, and so I don't want to force anyone to do it. But in my experience, you know, I don't know what the percentage is, but it feels like 80 plus percent probably probably do show it. But it's just a nice little setup. Just it puts people at ease slightly that you're not going to sort of, you know, expose them or, or against their will. Do you know what I mean? It's up to them to Absolutely. share what insights they want to share. Yeah, and so that's also part of that sort of frame up. Sometimes also even after the action planning session, if they're quite concerned about their data and, you know, they're still coming to terms with it a little bit. Sometimes I've even had a quick 20-minute conversation or something in a phone call or something between, you know, in the lead-in to that mm-hmm. session with their manager. Mm-hmm. And, yes, absolutely reiterate, yeah, share your insights because, you know, you're still coming to understand your data and they don't may not necessarily know it. So that's sort of what we'll talk about. Sometimes I've even had some managers who bring their data along as well um, awesome. and share theirs too. They're generally more constructive managers, but they can also sometimes they can talk to, if I think about it, you know, show that, hey, this was my defensive and I had my, this was my experience and I'm sitting in the same place where you were. But I don't, you know, because there's almost two sides to this in terms of that three-way conversation of warming people up. You've got to warm up your participant, but there's also an element you've got to warm up the manager. True. Um, for the conversation mm, True. And, as a practitioner. And, and mm. that's all, you know, if I have my ideal approach, you know, if the manager's already been through their own LSI themselves, that's awesome. The conversation's mm. so much richer because they get it, you know, they get the styles, they get what it's saying and all of that. So that's awesome. And I love if they can do a bit of sharing at the start too. It doesn't have to be, you know, the session at the end of the day is for their direct report, not for mm. them. Mm. But I think it's it's an awesome tone when they're like, "Hey, these were my insights and the things I'm working on." You know, hey, and we're, we've all got stuff to work on. Awesome. Mm. You know, that just like sets the scene, doesn't it? It's beautiful and interesting. You're saying about you know giving them a bit of a heads up as well. I think that's you know so they can be their most constructive coming into that conversation too. What kind of conversation do you have with the manager beforehand? Yeah, sometimes once again it depends on the organisation and. You know, I might if they're in an organisation where they may have experienced it or they're familiar with the process that has gone on, I might just ring, you know, reach out, set up a time, just chat and go, you'll remember as part of this LSI process, you know, we've had the two sessions, I've had the two sessions with Dom, the third session is with you and this is really, you know, if Dom hasn't had a chance to catch up yet, is for you to give some insight into your data, your observations mm. of how Dom's showing up. But it's also from the participant perspective for them to share and to so you get a mutual understanding around the support that they need. You know, are there any specific things that they need of you or those sorts of things? So it's really, it's a bit of the, and I do say it's a bit handing the baton over to you to take on that bit of responsibility as part of the developmental process because we walk away, I can't make those changes in this organisation. So it's handy for you to hear about it. So that's sort of the just telling them what the purpose of it is and a bit about how they can be involved. And, you know, and also, do you have any questions or concerns about that? Because sometimes, once again, as you mentioned earlier, if the relationship's not great, I might go, oh, yeah, well, you know, we've had that Barney a couple of years ago and it's never quite been the same since. Okay. So, how's that impacted? So, I might be a bit of even pre coaching the manager for the conversation to be mindful of, well, you know, could this even be a good opportunity for you to clear the bridge water about that? 
It's an awesome uh, opportunity. Because it's really, you know, sometimes depending on the level of concern, it's really, it's a facilitated conversation. So, you know, I also explain my role is not to interpret the data for Dom or to say your stuff, but I'm happy to listen to both sides and guide it where it needs to go. So, you know, our role is to facilitate it. And then hopefully I say, you know, generally by the end, you two are just having the conversation and I'm just observing. But sometimes it doesn't always go that way either. Yeah, it's like the best possible scenarios where, you know, the participant runs with it. You know, I, I try and set it up as, hey, this is your session to run mm. um, to the participant, you know, to share those insights. And it's more just, yeah, the guide rails of the process of, okay, so what were your insights? And then get mm. them talking about that. What, what are you working on? What are your actions? You yeah. know, and so just a few prompting questions. But otherwise, ideally, if they can run with it, that's awesome. Yes, you know, as a manager as well, this is awesome. Like you're basically delivering, well, that the your team member is delivering their development plan on a plate. This is awesome, you know. And so, hey, this goes, you know, if you got the system or whatever, this, but this is the plan for development for the next year. Cool, you know what? Yep. Like th- this is great, and so it's a real opportunity for them as well. And the other bit that. You know, I say for some of the managers and all the participants, but the question, you know, because sometimes the participants are like, I don't know what to ask or those sorts of things, but it might be, you know, so, okay, I've got my, I've got my feedback from you. So what do you see me do? How do you see me behave? Because it's a blind spot, you know? So you've rated me quite high and perfectionistic, but nobody else has. So what do you see me do or say? What's my behavior give you that makes you experience me that way? So to help deepen their insight because sometimes in that second session when people ask, well, why is that? What are they saying? I I don't know because I didn't answer the survey, you know, but the manager will. So that's a question. So that could be, you know, another way to help them. So even for some participants who are still sort of trying to work out exactly what their development plan is going to be, go, okay, manager, what do you see me do well or where do you see me do this? Or And then the manager can give some examples of, well, actually, you know, in every meeting you interrupt people all the time. What I observe is you interrupt people. Oh, that's that compared, you know, so they can get, so that's the other way that we can use those conversations just to help if they're not at that action planning stage to help deepen their insight. Yeah, interesting. So in my experience, one of the cool things about doing the handover is for people who, you know, have an action plan, but this really helps solidify it because they've got to present it to someone else. And so, because mm. sometimes you're talking to them, that, oh, yeah, I need to work on this and this and this, but it's a bit, still a bit broad, perhaps. But needing to present it, that can help them just, because I'll, I'll send them some homework before, you know, have a think about what are the insights you want to share, what are the actions. And so often people then actually write it down because they're going to share it and it can just get a bit more specific. So, so I really like that. Good call. Yeah. Also, to your point, you know, so what's the general structure in the conversation? You know, for me, it's, you know, set up what's the point of this session while we doing this that we've already touched on. And there's really just those three dot points. We can break those down a bit. But what are the insights I've had, the actions I'm working mm. on, and the support I need from you as my manager mm. to take that action, check in on it, to, you know, help me sustain it, whatever it might be that's going to help me. And what you're talking about, particularly in that first step, so sharing my insights, it might be that I've still got some questions, particularly from that LSI2 breakout where I saw my manager's feedback and perhaps maybe it was the same or perhaps it was quite different from others and I've just got some questions about that. 
you know, so this is a chance to to take some of those conversations and, and have that. One thing I've found, depending on the manager and depending on their relationship, sometimes what I find quite useful is rather than feedback, like, why did you rate me high on opp- oppositional? Because yeah. sometimes, depending on the manager's LSI, who, me? I don't, oh, no, the survey <laughs> must be wrong. I would never do such a thing. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And so sometimes another way about that is, you know, oh, well, what's the feed forward? So where do you want to grow? So, hey, they, mm. they, I want to be more humanistic. humanistic, encouraging with you. What are some things I could do? And then mm. the feedback from the manager in your example would be just listen a bit more, ask a few more, stay curious a bit longer before providing your view, which is the flip side of sort of, hey, you're interrupting and not letting people yeah. finish their thought. But it's the more positive flip i suppose of the same coin do you know because it's like here's what you can do it's it's putting it in the constructive lens rather than what am i doing that's wrong it's like well what can i do to improve or change or what's another alternative so i like that tom so rather than a criticism of past actions it's sort of uh here's an idea for what you could do in the future and it's like jazz fee you know it's the notes you don't hear (laughs) you know because the feedback's in there it's just the flip side of that coin yeah yeah the other thing is you were saying that that I was thinking of and sometimes managers or, or the participant can get caught when having that conversation about it's about the performance. You know, I like you, well, you don't haven't met this deadline or that deadline, you know. So mm. part of the role that when that happens is what I try to do is bring them out of that, getting stuck into a performance feedback conversation because sometimes, depending on the organisation, you know, well, I only ever hear from my manager when I have to do my performance review once every 12 months. So sometimes it can, the participant or the manager may think that it's the, oh, here it is. Here's an opportunity to give them the performance feedback that I haven't done. So that's just something Mm -hmm. to think about also as part of that preparation setup or even in the middle of it, that that feedback's useful. And we're actually talking about, yeah, so how did that show up in the behavior? If it's a performance piece, but how do you keep it on? track so that it doesn't become a performance discussion. Yes. I was just thinking in that, because that's got to bring in some, yeah, like, hey, this is my opportunity to provide a little yeah. feedback. But as much as possible, we want people to take their own insights from the data they've seen and the conversation they've had. I was just wondering as well, Fee, it occurred to me, sometimes you can get that manager who wants to make it okay for them. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because like, hey- People see me as really competitive or whatever it might be. And the manager's, oh, yeah, but we need some of that. And actually, yeah. I really appreciate that about you and da, da, da. You know, and I'm thinking out loud here, but any thoughts on, you know, how do you deal with that? Because that can almost derail you a bit when it's like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, no, yeah. but that's a good thing. And it's like, hmm. Yeah. Well, and sometimes that's almost the educative piece as well for the manager, particularly if they haven't you know, if they haven't done LSI and that sort of stuff. And so sometimes I might just pop in a question and go, okay, yeah, what is good? What is it that the organization values about that? Or how does that help? Or how does that hinder? And then just through sometimes asking those questions, it may prompt the manager to just rethink what it's about and go, oh, actually, yeah, there is a downside to that. Or, you know, how do you, because it's a bit in the moment, how could you go, yeah, well, that's great, Dom, that you do dominate and take control and your manager wants you to do that, and you know, so that's great, Bob, that you want Dom to do all of that. 
but what might it be like for other people in the team? So you pose that question to both of them to help prompt their thinking. Yeah, I love that idea of getting into the, what are the helpful bits of it, the helps mm. you talked about? Does it ever come at a cost? What, how does it hinder yeah. is how you, mm. you phrased it, which is what we do in the debrief with the individual. But you yeah. could also actually pose the same question like, okay, so when V does this, you know, when, when is it helpful or do you have examples of that? Can it ever get overplayed? And you could ask both of them that because you have already done some reflecting on that and, and you're like, well, you know what? Sometimes I notice I cut people off and, you know, whatever it might be. Mm. I like that though because you kind of steer it back and they get the conclusion without having to tell them um, yeah. the answer. And sometimes that can also be indicative of some of the cultural elements that might be at play, you know. That's the way we do things around here. Everybody everybody talks and nobody listens. So, yeah, and it seems to work. Well, actually, yeah. Yeah. What actually happens when, well, you know, six of us are all off, we're all in the same meeting, but we all run off and do six different things because we didn't actually come to agreement. So it could Depends on where it goes, but you could extrapolate it out as part of that help hinder piece rather than just an individual, you know, but everybody does it. Mm. You know, that's, you know, the cultural lens because sometimes that's what also comes up in debrief. Well, I have to do it this way in this organisation because that's what we do. Mm. So, you know, just even those conversations with the managers that can just open their eyes up to it, well, that's that individual behaviour, but where else does it happen and how as a manager might I facilitate it Right. In terms of that behavior or encourage it or, you know, or push it away. Yeah. Mm. And so that first bit is about sharing those insights. Yep. You know, so what really, what, what did you take out of, you know, that debrief together? Mm. What were your takeaways? What have you marinated on? The next part is getting specific with the action. So what are you actually going to yep. do? Yeah. You know, I try to encourage people to have a few, mm. but not, you know, a thousand actions. And sometimes people do that with perfectionally, my perfectionists out there love you. And I love it because they come with a with a full list of actions, but it's like a bit too much, guys. It's like five pages. What are the critical few? You know, what are the yeah. critical few? I talk about two, three actions, something like that, I think, is what people can realistically execute on. Hmm. Yeah, did you have a different thought on that? No, no, it's absolutely there. Yeah, keep it focused on a couple and where possible focus on the doing more constructive hmm. behaviours rather than, oh, oops, I mustn't do that again you know, rather than focusing on the defensive behaviours and go, so what am I going to replace it with? Yeah. Uh, how do I keep it that way? You know, as I, you know, I'm sure you've heard me say it's a bit the oops, I did it again, it's the Britney Spears moment, you know, <laughs> when we go, oh, there it was, there I was interrupting again, rather than going into the meeting and going, I just need to sit here and listen. Sorry, now I've got that song in my head and I'm thinking <laughs> when, next time I do something, I did, it's going to be, oops, I did it I did it, again. I did it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Probably works. Yeah, so I love that. So rather than I'm going to stop interrupting, it's like, what are you going to do instead? Well, I'm going yeah, to stay I'll curious and ask and a few more yep. questions or something. Yeah, which is what you can actually do because you can't just have a void of like, yeah. I'm going to stop doing something. Yeah, which then builds, I think, to where you're going to go for the third. What support do I need from my manager? Is mm. manager, can you please tell me when you see me do it? Could be. Yeah, it could be maybe I need you know, help in executing it somehow because mm, maybe mm, it's, mm. Um, you know, maybe I need a follow-on training course or something that you can mm, prove mm. or maybe, um, you know, it was about relationships I have with this other team member and how could they help facilitate that conversation or 
hey, I need to stretch myself and challenge myself a bit more. So I'd love, you know, some opportunities where I can step up and lead this project or, you know, are there things the leader can do for you to kind of set you up for success on those? There's also then, you know, yeah, how do you, how can they help? I, I think about like maintenance, you know, because like yep. we, we do this big tune up or whatever. Don't know if I can continue this metaphor, but you, you, you get what I'm saying. Like we have this big Britney Spears to mechanics. We're all over it, you know. <laughs> now I'm trying to think of other Britney Spears songs I could bring into <laughs> it, but probably don't know the back catalog well enough. Poison? No, oh, I don't know. That's the only one I know. But the kind of maintenance, as far as can we go do this change, but it's like it's sustained effort. So mm. hey, in our can it be a standing item in our monthly catch up that we're going to talk about? How am I traveling on? I like that. Yeah, coaching yeah. people, bringing them in the on the journey, or you know, whatever those three actions are they're working on. Hey, let's just have a standing item where we're going to catch up around those, and yeah, maybe what have you noticed as my manager of times it's really worked or times it hasn't, you know, and kind of break down the the examples, maybe, you know, but like because it's also about I think keeping it front of mind because sometimes like there's this great enthusiasm, you know, it's like when you start anything for the first little while. Whoa, we're all gung-ho. You know, it's like the new gym membership in the new year. Woo, we're showing up five times a week for the first couple of weeks and then it like drops off. And so it's how do you maintain? And I think that's where your manager or, or a third party can really help you mm. is just keep it front of mind, keep that conversation alive. We're going to talk about it every three weeks or every every month. One thing I recommend to people, Fee, is like I'll see a lot of – you know, people with their manager and they have a weekly catch-up, let's say. And they're like, yeah, cool, we'll call, talk about it in our weekly catch-up. But what happens in the weekly catch-up? Yeah, you know, go to task. And it gets overtaken by the urgent tasks that need to happen or whatever the latest fire is that week that we need to put out. And it crowds out ever getting to the conversation around development. And so I just recommend people to ring fence one a month where we are going to hold that one and we are going to have a longer term development performance kind of discussion once a month. And I think mm. that's realistic because if you say, hey, we'll just get to it in our weekly meeting, you never will. <laughs> yeah. You've really and got the weekly the meeting, time. you may not do it every week either because much has changed, but it could be it's a good right. call once a month. But the other thing, as you said, that just brought back to mind from when you do that initial debrief. And it's like, you know, and they get their LSI2 feedback and it's different. And, you know, one of the things, and I think we've done a podcast around this before and debriefing LSI2, but one of the th- questions that I ask when I'm doing that is, what's your relationship with the person like? How frequently do you see them? But what do you talk about? So if I only ever hear you talk, ask in our weekly meetings, then, or I hear you talk about what you did on the weekend or whatever, I'm not going to get a sense of it. So, that may be a useful opportunity to just remind them that, yeah, actually, when we do get together and we have this meeting, we just absolutely focus on task and we never actually spend any time talking about our development needs or how we're going. So, hence why you don't see me with much humanistic encouraging or affiliative and I don't experience you that way. So, it could just be a useful reminder as part of that process to go, oh, that's right, this is why, you know, because when every time we come together, you've got 30 minutes, you're really busy, so I just need to hit these five dot points. So using, yeah, using our previous process of reflection to reflect back with them yeah. as well to make sure that 
both parties are changing their behavior to a certain degree. So sure. they both experience it Lee, as part of their own development. Like if we're both trying to do this, oh, yeah, actually, you know, because the manager can play a role in that piece because they're guiding them, right? So it's a great point because it could also be, let's say I'm a bit on the green side and my manager, you know, fills the void and tells me what to do. And it's like, hey, you know, what I need from you is actually to step back and just ask me a few more questions or something. So mm, there could mm. be like feedback kind of for the manager as well of here's something mm. you can do in that as well. Yeah, totally. Cool. Where do you kind of leave it? What's the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, well, it depends on what's happened before, but it could be what I try to do is do a bit of a summary, I guess, for both mm. sides. So what I've mm. heard today, Dom, is that, you know, John's, you know, supportive of all of this and he's seen your ideas as really valuable and the three things that you're going to focus on are X, Y, and Z. And John, you said you were going to, you know, you know, I mentioned to Dom either during or after the meeting, we're going to give him some feedback in the moment. You're going to set up some bloody blah training for him, mm. um, that sort of stuff. And then I might do a bit of a close about, well, what are you two going to do next to carry it forward? I like that. I love the question around like, yeah, what's the next step? What's the immediate next step? You know, mm, well, we're going to schedule mm. in, we're going to ring fence that fourth meeting every month mm. that that's our development discussion meeting or, yeah, we're going to set up that time. Um, we're going to enroll you in that course and we're going to, you know, you go away and look up the courses and I'll approve it, you know. What is the next step though? I like being yeah. specific about that because I think same with the person's actual action plan. It falls down in generalities. I find, or ambiguousness of like, I'm going to work on being more friendly. <laughs> but like, okay, but what are you going to do? You know, I yeah, think it's yeah. always good to what be specific. What would that look like? Yeah. yeah. What, what will you actually do? So I love that. Yeah. And look, the other thing you can do, Fona, we often do, especially if it was in an intact team that you're working, is you can mm. do a similar kind of process with the actual team to share insights, actions, and what support do they need from the team. You know, you could do that in a kind of group session. I think what's cool as well about that fee is you hear each other's insights. It's like, yep, fees, that's an awesome insight. Fee's all over it. She's picked up what we were, you know, trying to share with her. Mm. Some constructive feedback. She's picked it up and that's great. And I think the team, there's something quite, well, one, there's something quite powerful for the team bonding because you're kind of sharing, hey, we're all working on stuff. We're all in it together. Yeah, We're all in it together. And there's something real about that. You're not just this facade constantly. But also it's kind of reassuring to hear when like, okay, Dominic's actually taken on board that he, you know, cuts into the conversation and doesn't, you know, always sells his idea and he's not open to our ideas or whatever mm. it might be, you know, awesome. Yeah. Almost a topic for another podcast, Dom. Probably yeah. is a topic how, for how, another how to podcast. Do, how to do a team share, but we'll save that for another session. But we'll it's, you know, it's a good one. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's true. Yeah. But even, you know, you could go, if they've had that experience with their manager in that facilitated three-way conversation and they walk away feeling a little bit more confident, how do you go and have the same conversation with the other people who've given you feedback? So it doesn't just have to be the manager. I mean, we set it up because the manager's responsible for the development, but how do your peers going to support you and how might your direct reports or others? So they could that might be the other piece, you know, that they might, one of the other outcomes of the conversation in that wrap-up piece that we do could be, who else might you need to talk to and how do you would you feel comfortable yeah, now nice. getting that feedback from others as well because we've set a bit of a a process and an experience for them right a blueprint to make it more comfortable yeah i like it you know and again 
in my experience, I recommend people, what's the feed for? So, hey, yeah. how can I be more dot, 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 rather than why did you rate me like this? Yeah. Because yeah. people are mean. I don't know what you're no, talking about. It wasn't about. me. No, I, I, must have been the other, questions. Must have been the yeah. other three people in the group. <laughs> Yeah, I would never say that about you. Yeah, Exactly. Well, you did. Um, but anyway. Awesome, Fee. Thank you so much for going through that with me. It's a really, I really recommend it to people because I think it just puts the, it just closes it off and it's about that maintenance, right? So we've yep. had the insights, we've developed some actions, but how can we get the support to maintain it over the long term? That's what we're looking for from this kind of session. Awesome. Thanks another so much. Another one for the toolkit. Another one no for worries, the toolkit. No, I'll see you on another podcast. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Culture Bites. If you enjoy the show, remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, leave us a review. It helps other people to find the show. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, email podcast at human-synergistics.com.au. We'd love to answer it. This podcast is copyrighted by Human Synergistics Australia, all rights reserved. To learn more about what we do, visit human-synergistics.com.au.